Today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. All right, as we're heading down the backside of the curve, uh, it is tr- it is proving to be as challenging as the way up this curve. On the way up, we just closed everything down and 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 hunkered down and and waited for the next. Uh, uh, the next bit of information from our health advisors. Now, of course, we've hit the peak. We're on our way down, uh, and we're starting to reopen things. However, we're finding that, that that is perhaps even more difficult than it was shutting everything down on the way up this curve. To talk about uh, what is going on, the Canadian Chamber of Commerce has laid out a plan to help heal the country's economy, an ambitious 51-point uh, recovery plan as we move out of uh, a COVID-19 pandemic. To talk more about all of this, Trevin Stratton is with us, Vice President of Policy and Chief uh, Economist, Canadian Chamber of Commerce, and is with us now. Trevin, thank you for the time. Much appreciated. Hope you're doing well. I am. I hope you're doing well, too, Scott. What are the biggest challenges as we do start to open up? As I mentioned, it, it, it seems like it's it's a lot more difficult going down the backside of this curve than it was going up. Yeah, I mean, you know, we're in a bit of a transition phase right now, and, and it's going to last for some time. A lot of people often speak about this new normal, but we don't really know what that's going to look like, um, let alone start to live with it until we have an effective vaccine and wide distribution. Um, but what's clear is that the attempt to remain on lockdown for that period um, would be unsustainable economically and, and socially, as, as we're seeing right now, too. Um, and so we find ourselves in this transitional phase where we're going to have to live with the virus in our midst without any absolute guarantees, but managing the risks involved carefully and responsibly while increasing our economic and social activities. Uh, and so, I mean, you know, one, one of the biggest challenges is certainly going to be um, get, getting Canadians back to work. Uh, you know, we went from one of the tightest job markets in history pre-crisis to, you know, uh, over 3 million job losses over the span of six weeks. And tomorrow we'll, we'll see the job numbers for, for May as well. Uh, and, you know, this, this has a huge impact, uh, obviously, on, on Canadians' everyday lives. Um, but it'll also have a, a big impact on recovery um, because if people aren't working, um, they're not consuming. And if they're not consuming, then that certainly has a, a big impact on economic activity. So you've got 51 points of a recovery plan. Obviously, we can't go through all of those, but what are are some of the prominent points that need to be in line as we open up? I mean, definitely the the labor aspect is is going to be a huge part of it. Um, You know, and and some of the measures put in place, like the emergency wage subsidy, um, should hopefully be helpful in bringing back furloughed workers and and could potentially be adapted for recovery, too, while uh, the focus of it at the beginning of the crisis was really just just to avoid as many layoffs as possible. Um, But I think, you know, there's going to be a a big impact on, on supply chains and being able to get them back up and running after a prolonged shutdown is going to be extremely challenging. Uh, Obviously, we had this rollout of essential services across the country, but it's also created this patchwork system uh, in different provinces and territories um, that, that's going to create problems for a number of businesses that operate across the country. Uh, and so most industries are going to need to reactivate their entire supply chain. Um, but the weakest point of the chain is going to determine the success of a return to economic activity. And that's only domestically, too, right? I mean, we also need to think about global supply chains and what's happening with onshoring and nearshoring um, and and a reversal of almost this, this wave of globalization that we've seen for the past few decades. Uh, 
Um, and then, you know, one of the big impacts and, and behavioral changes um, is obviously the adoption of technology and innovation that we've seen. Uh, you know, we have seen Canadians go towards e-commerce, uh, towards e-learning, towards working from home and working remotely um, if they can. Um, and this is going to require businesses to adapt in some ways. Um, and it's also going to require major investments in sophisticated networks and cybersecurity and electronics and, and things like that. You were talking about uh, the new normal, and that certainly is something that we've heard a lot uh, during the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, How concerned are you that there may be some sectors, some situations that just don't go back to normal, that stay the way they are? Uh, How much of that do you see going on? We've certainly seen, uh, the although it's starting to pick up now, the decrease in traffic in southern Ontario as we were all remotely working from home or not working at all. Uh, We're certainly, as you mentioned, seeing technology solve a lot of these issues. Uh, when we talk of the new normal, I mean, how different is it going to look post-COVID-19? I mean, the, you know, the, the real answer is, is we don't know yet. Um, yeah. I mean, we, we're not necessarily sure what trajectory this is going to take. We're not necessarily sure um, economically, you know, what, what's going to happen. But we're also not sure what's going to actually happen with the pandemic itself, whether there's a second wave or whether there's anything like that. Um, and so going forward, I mean, you know, there are some particularly hard hit sectors like um, like energy, like retail, like tourism uh, and transportation. Um, and 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 there are going to need to be targeted plans for some of those hardest hit sectors uh, to to get them back uh, back up and running. Um, but in particular, I mean, apart from the sectors themselves, uh, you know, really on the front lines of, of the entire at least the economic aspect of the crisis um, has been small businesses. Um, you know, they they really took uh, the brunt of the hit, particularly in, in March and April, um, and and they're going to need a lot of support uh, to get back uh, up and running too. Um, and this is going to also include uh, preparing them for other types of emergencies like pandemics, but also like natural disasters or cyber attacks, um, because this has obviously demonstrated how how vulnerable a lot of small businesses are when it comes to that. You talked about how strong the economy was uh, in Ontario prior to uh, or uh, prior to the pandemic and such. Um, we've heard many premiers say that, you know, our, our leaders say once this fires up, look out, we're, we're, we're going to take off. Um, how long do you think it's going to take to get back to that point that we were prior to COVID-19 where the economy was in good shape? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, prior to the crisis, you know, the, the economy wasn't gangbusters in, in Canada by any stretch, at least Canada wide. Um, but yeah, obviously, we, we were growing. We saw around, you know, 1.5% uh, growth last year. Uh, this year, I mean, in March, you know, the Canadian economy took, took a pretty big hit, almost a, a 9% hit. Um, you know, for the second quarter of this year, the Bank of Canada numbers just came out yesterday, and we're looking at about a, a 10 to 20% decline from the fourth quarter of last year. Um, and, and looking forward this year, the IMF, the International Monetary Fund, um, is projecting around a, a total annual decline of, of 6.4% in, in our GDP here in Canada. Um, the potential uh, good news or upside um, is that uh, if, we're, if we're looking at economic recovery, 2021, uh, you know, might be might be a, a bit better. But, but once again, we, we don't know necessarily about the trajectory. Um, but if there is 
a lot of pent-up demand, um, and if our government's put in place the right policies to to grow our economy and to help us grow out of this, um, then there is potential into 2021. Uh, we'll mention that um, just yesterday when the Bank of Canada came out um, with with its new outlook and, and also its interest rate decision, mm-hmm. um, is that you know we're, we we've kind of uh, hit the peak of of the economic decline, at least according to the Bank of Canada's projections, um, and that in the third quarter, um, you know, we're, we're not necessarily you know going to be going to be growing at a huge rate, um, but we won't be um, at, at the bottom of the trough uh, anymore looking at the third quarter, um, which is hopefully positive news and, and will give Canadians hope looking forward. What advice do you have for the small business person out there that's feeling the pinch now? Well, there are hopefully some programs in place like the wage subsidy, um, like the Canadian Emergency Business Account, um, that, that will provide some liquidity and, and help uh, offset some of the costs. Um, but, you know, businesses are still hurting. Uh, you know, even within those programs, some businesses are, are falling through the cracks. Um, some businesses couldn't wait until the wage subsidy, small businesses couldn't wait until the wage subsidy uh, came into effect um, and, and and closed down. Some businesses, apart from those programs, are, are still dealing with issues of commercial rent deferrals. Um, and so, uh, you know, they, they are they're definitely hurting right now. Um, but hopefully, uh, you know, the real goal at the beginning of the crisis with a lot of these emergency subsidies and emergency measures was to to get these small businesses to, you know, the other side of the river. Um, so hopefully that that recovery could start with as many businesses as possible intact and with as many jobs preserved as possible. Um, and so that's why a lot of these measures put in place were for short term liquidity and, and to provide small businesses uh, with the money that they would need to hopefully withstand that. Um, a lot of that was looking at kind of a three-month outlook, um, and hopefully, you know, the, the provincial and territorial economies are starting to to open up now. Um, so hopefully that will be helpful. But there's still a lot of work to be done. Look, um, you know, when it comes to reopening, um, you know, having guidelines in place across provinces is going to be very useful for a number of businesses that that operate across that. Um, you know, a number of, of retail businesses or a number of restaurants that, that might have chains, you know, they're having to deal with different rules in different places at different times. Um, and so, you know, us at the Canadian Chamber of Commerce, we're certainly uh, committed to to make hopefully make it as easy as possible on small businesses looking forward. Um, but but there's still a lot of work to be done. We've certainly heard of all of those that are struggling and 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 trying to make ends meet. Is this? They often say during a crisis, there's opportunity. Is there opportunity for business here? Are there those that are succeeding here? Yeah, you know, one of the stories that I think is lost, and, and it's it's, um, it's it's not great that that businesses were forced to do that. But uh, you know, we, in partnership with the with Statistics Canada, um, uh, put forward the Canadian Survey on Business Conditions, which is basically the largest survey on the field on on, on conditions as they were happening during the crisis. We received around thirteen thousand responses, so it's also kind of the largest uh, result of data. Um, and certainly, the the numbers weren't great in terms of drops in in demand and and layoffs and and anything like that. Um, but businesses were adapting, or at least uh, the businesses that can were adapting by experimenting with things like e-commerce, by experimenting with working from home, by retooling like the manufacturing sector has for, for personal protective equipment um, and things along those lines. Um, and so the businesses that, that can uh, be resilient or that have options have, have proven to be. Um, and if there is a silver lining, maybe maybe that's it. 
Trevin Stratton has been with us, Vice President of Policy and Chief Economist, Canadian Chamber of Commerce, talking about coming out of a COVID-19 pandemic and the strategies needed to do so. Trevin, thanks so much for the time and insight. Much appreciated. Be well. Thanks, you too, Scott. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on 900 CHML.